Hey there, welcome to the Reading Project Podcast, where I help you build stronger readers one episode at a time. I'm Ashley, and your reading tutor. My experience as an online tutor, classroom teacher, and the mother of a reluctant reader has allowed me to bring a fun and effective approach to building stronger and more confident readers. I created the Reading Project after working with dozens of families in my business that needed support in helping their readers at home. I want parents and caregivers to know that you don't have to be a teacher to help your struggling reader. I'm here to help with book suggestions, homework tips and tricks, tools and ideas for tackling reading, writing, and spelling work at home. I am on a mission to help you develop a culture of literacy and a love of stories with your children. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Reading Project Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I'm your host and your reading tutor. Thank you so much for being here today and being a listener of the Reading Project Podcast. We are closing in on the end of season two. So if you are listening to this near the date of the recording, so this is May 2022, this is going to be the last episode of season two of the Reading Project podcast. And we will be back in August with new episodes for you. So make sure that you are following me on social media at Your Reading Tutor. And or you're also on my email list so that we can stay in touch this summer because I'll be sharing resources and tips throughout the next couple of months and also sharing some other things that are going to be going on in my business that the Teachers Make Money Online Summit is coming up this summer. I'm really excited about that. Then you'll be the first to know about any groups I'm offering this summer, any tutoring openings I have, or any anything about the summit, and also when we start back up with episodes in August. So I want to take a quick minute to let you know that I do have openings in my private tutoring practice right now. So if you are looking for reading, writing, or spelling help for your child who's in grades K through six, I would love to chat with you about how I might be able to help you this summer um, and help your child feel more confident in their literacy skills. Okay, so the last thing I want to ask you to do is take a minute to head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Let me know you're listening. Say hi. It really does make my day. I check probably too often to see if there's any new reviews to see what people are enjoying about the podcast and what they want more of. It also helps iTunes know that you're out there, that you're listening to this podcast and that you think this content is valuable and that more people should be listening to it. So it pushes it out to more people. So that would really make my day if you would leave us a review. All right, let's get started with today. We are talking about the top 10 things that you can do during the summer to keep your kids reading all summer long, okay? Because usually around this time, I start to see this question pop up in the parenting groups I'm in on Facebook. How do you go about keeping your kids reading all summer long? So I just thought it would be really a fun way to do it to just give you a top 10 list. Now, don't worry. You don't need to do all 10 things. I'm going to give you 10 different things you can do, but your job is to pick three that you think would work for your child and your family. I've also got several free resources as well as some paid resources that I'm going to talk about and I will link for you in the show notes. You're going to hear me reference past episodes that I think you should head on over and listen to if you're interested in that tip. And make sure you stay tuned until the end because I have a very special coupon code for my listeners. Okay, let's start with number 10. Okay, so number 10. I think if you can get your kids reading books in a series, 
that's a great way to keep them reading all summer long because reading books in a series could really hook in readers. Here's why. When kids get into a book and know what they like, it's easy to just start reading the next one. They don't have to worry if they like it or if it's going to be too difficult for them. They know what to expect from the book and there's no anxiety around it being a new book. Just every time they finish a book, they move into the next one and they develop a stronger sense of confidence in themselves as a reader. I mean, kids are natural collectors, right? Let them collect all the books in a series that they love. Number nine, incentives and book allowance. Hear me out. If you can set up a system with your child and your family that to, to give them some kind of incentive to read throughout the summer, you can help them build a daily reading habit. Okay, so you can use my freebie if you'd like. It's a reading reward system. There's different charts. You can add stickers to it to either get them uh, to develop the daily reading habit or to build reading stamina. But some of the things you could do would be let them stay up later to read. You could set up an allowance or a system where they, you know, quote, get paid for reading. You know, what, whatever incentive is going to work for you and your family. And I think it's just a, a great opportunity to just help support kids over the summer in a way that feels fun. Right. And it, you don't have to do it forever. So we used to have a reward system set up for our son, Michael, and we no longer need to use that for the most part. Right. Occasionally we'll go through slumps where um, he's not into it as much or he doesn't have a book he's really into. And we have to sort of give him some incentives again to get him going. But overall, he's you know, he reads on his own now. OK, number eight, pick highly engaging books for your child. These are things like graphic novels, interactive books like choose your own adventure, lift the flap type books. If you follow me for a while or you follow me on social media, you know, I'm a huge proponent of graphic novels. I just think they're a great way to hook readers. And that just means that they're stories that are told in a visual format. They're easier to, to digest for a lot of students because they're not super text heavy and there's pictures to support their comprehension and understanding. And it totally still counts as reading. Okay, especially in the summer, let them have as much choice as possible over what they're reading. Number seven, go to the library and sign up for their summer reading program. Libraries have typically have really amazing summer reading programs with charts and stickers and rewards. So that kind of ties back up into tip number nine, right, of incentives. They often have guest speakers, special events prizes. So go to the library and find out what is going on in your local library this summer. And also while you're there, check out books and see if you can connect the books you're pulling to things you might be doing this summer. So like if you're planning on going on a trip to a, a different state or maybe you're going to go camping, see if you can find books about that state or about camping and connect them to what you're going to be doing for fun this summer. Number six, use online resources to motivate your child to do more reading this summer. Things like Hoopla, Libby, Pinna, uh, Podcasts, Amazon, Kindle. There's all kinds of apps for reading practice and apps for accessing digital books or audiobooks that can make it easy for you to always have a book with you, right? Or always have a way for them to practice reading. Our daughter has been using reading eggs quite a bit this year for as part of her homeschool. For the most part, she really enjoys that app. And Michael uses Hoopla to listen to audiobooks. And we're just a big fan of incorporating 
those different online resources into the culture in your home, the culture of reading. You can also go and listen to season two, episode 12, where we talked about using video games to motivate readers. All right, number five, set up a summer book swap with friends. So reach out to a handful of your friends, ask them to gather up all the books in their house that their family is done with, and then just pile your books on a table and let your children pick out books that are interesting or exciting to them. Having new books are always fun, new things to look through. Another idea would be to go to the free little library that's set up in, you know, you could make it a fun day trip, like going to different free little libraries and donating books to the library as well as taking one with you. That would be a great way to just make it fun, right? A fun little summer outing. And it's free, right? You go to the the little stand where they are and check and see what they've got for books and, and leave some books for the next person. All right, number four on our countdown list today is find high interest or individualized books for your children. This is because children really need to see themselves in the stories that they're reading. So pick stories that your child will relate to. If your child is, you know, a little bit more reluctant to reading, they may need individualized reading suggestions, like books based on their level and more about you know, books really targeted for them. Like, what are they really interested in learning more about? What are the things that excites them? What is their reading level? And this is actually a service that I can provide for you. You can reach out to me at yourreadingtutoronline at gmail.com and ask for an individualized book list. And that is a service, a paid service that I offer where I can, you know, I'll ask you all kinds of questions about your child and then email you a report of book lists with different fiction, nonfiction books that are just for your child. And that can, I can just help you get started, right? Help you get started finding these books. All right. Number three on our countdown today, allow your child to read for fun, right? No strings, no, no work attached to it. Just enjoying books and really thinking about how can you make reading more fun this summer? Could you set up an outdoor reading space by throwing a sheet over your play structure could you set up a beach tent for shade and have book time there? Bring books with you when you go to the lake. I recently, my niece, I think, was sitting in the chicken coop reading to reading with the chickens. So, you know, how can you make it fun? You can also check out episode 16 in season two. The episode is titled Literacy on the Go. And I talk about all kinds of really super simple ways that you can be practicing literate literacy skills as you are in the car driving to the lake or going on vacation waiting in the airport you know wherever you're going this summer um, you could use these tips as you're out and about and another way of course to make reading fun is play games so you can actually download my done for you reading and writing activities for more ideas and stay tuned till the end because I do have a special coupon code for my listeners um, to get that done for you bundle at a super discounted price. All right, getting down to number one, but number two on my top 10 list for ways to keep your kids reading all summer is to do a book club. You can have a book club with friends or family. It could be local. You could check out season two, episode 36, where we talked about adding friends and snacks and can make reading fun. And you could do an in-person book club where some of your kids' friends actually come to your home um, or you take turns. We talked about 
all different ways to set up in person book clubs. And then also season one, episode four is all about virtual book clubs. And I have a great freebie for running an online book club. And you can find the link to that in the show notes. Book clubs, you know, they just help motivate your reader. They make it more fun. And if you want to keep it really simple, just you and your child could have your own little private book club, right? You both read the books on your own, but then you come together each week to discuss what you've read. So it doesn't have to be a huge, big thing if, if you're not up for that. All right. And the final tip, number one on my top 10 countdown today is to read books that are also movies. <laughs> I wonder if you've been listening for a while or you follow me, if you knew that I was going to get to that for number one. But in season one, episode 17, I talked about three reasons to watch movies this summer. Okay, and I shared just some great tips for how you can put a lot of learning, but also a lot of fun into connecting books that also have companion movies. And in my bundle, my done for you bundle is my entire books versus movies unit study. And in that unit, there is a whole list of books that are picture books and also chapter books that have also been made into movies. And I'm about to be updating the bundle this summer as well to add even more content. So if you get in now with that bundle, you get any updates that I add to it. Okay. So if you've been waiting until the very end to hear that coupon code, you can use the coupon code SUMMER when you check out for 50% off my Done For You bundle. So you'll be getting it for half the price, and this is a flash sale just for the next month for my listeners. Okay, so that coupon code again is SUMMER, and it gets you 50% off. So that's it. Those are my top 10 tips to keep your child reading all summer long. If you build just a few of these things into your routine, your child will be less likely to experience summer learning loss. Okay. I would love to know which one or two or three, right? If you picked three of these things, you would be setting yourself up with a really great consistent literacy program at home, right? For the summer. So pick, I want to know what are the three things that you're going to do this summer? Take a screenshot while you're listening to this episode, share it on social media. Let me know which of these tips you're going to use. And don't forget to tag me at your reading tutor. And just going to remind you, this is the last episode of season two of the Reading Project podcast. So make sure you follow me on social media at Your Reading Tutor and join my email list so we can stay in touch this summer where I'll be sharing some of the top episodes from season two, as well as other resources and tips throughout June and July. New episodes will resume in August. All right. Until next time, keep reading. Thanks so much for listening. And if you know anyone who might be interested in joining us and listening in on my podcast, I would love for you to share it. And I'd also love to connect with you on social. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. All my links are in the show notes. Make sure you head over to my website at www.yourreadingtutor.com to sign up for my newsletter so you'll be notified when new episodes come out and any new promotions or services that I'm offering. You can also find my free signature three-step reading reward system on my website. You'll be able to download it and just get started right away helping your struggling reader to reach their potential. Keep reading. See you next time.